Hey y'all, my name is Kylie Bright Schuler, and welcome to Cheers with Engineers, episode one. Are you a young engineer pursuing licensure, looking for advice, or wanting to find relatable engineering content? Join me, a 26-year-old civil engineer, as I dive into stories told by men and women all across the engineering industry. Grab a glass of wine or your drink of choice and listen in as I dig into career development, industry challenges, and engineering success stories. <laughs> <laughs> with our wine casual all right um today i'm here with megan irving for episode one and megan irving is a 27 year old civil engineer who i work with who is originally from orange county california she studied civil engineering at notre dame and graduated in 2019 megan currently works at american structure point as a project engineer and in her free time megan serves on the notre dame young alumni board which keeps her pretty busy she also has a sweet dog named Eddie and loves to travel. And a fun fact about Megan is that she was a Swifty before anyone else was a Swifty. Today, we're just going to chat about civil engineering, um, which obviously is near and dear to my heart. And me and Megan work together every day. Um, so for episode one, just thought it would be something fun to start with. Oh, and also we are drinking today. So Megan likes sweet wine. So we are drinking Alan Scott Sauvignon Blanc. Um, I got it from Costco. So lovely. Yeah, it was like eight dollars. But anyway, all right, Megan. So we told we kind of talked about you a little bit. Um, anything I missed or you want to like highlight? I will clarify. I was a Swifty since like I won't say two thousand six, maybe two thousand seven. It's really driving me nuts. All these girls going to the yeah. store talking about oh she did this secret song and like it was from the first album I didn't like it I'm just like that one's a bop sorry you don't like it so are you like are you like the sweat Taylor Swift fan that like looks into all of the different clues and all that see I did that or, when I was like 12 okay so you've been there but that. now you have grown adults doing it so it's weird now right but I don't do that anymore because gotcha. I'm an adult right <laughs> that's fair um, not to offend anyone. <laughs> but what about what do you think about the Travis Kelsey thing? I think we kind of talked about that a little bit, but um, it's fine. I I'm I'm indifferent because you're I a football it, fan, also. I'm not a huge NFL fan. She was dating a college yeah, <laughs> Notre Dame player. That would be weird too. It'd be but, a little sketchy. Um... All right. Well, um, I'll let you kind of explain what civil engineering is or the type of engineering we do. I know a lot of people are familiar with civil engineering, but specifically the type that we do, if you could do a general overview. Yes. So we do civil site engineering, which is land development. So I like to explain it that somebody owns a piece of land, they get the architect to design the building and the civil site engineer places the building on the piece of land and designs everything around it. So that's detention ponds for drainage, all of the grading, all of the pavement elevations, utilities, everything around it that makes it, you know, not flood essentially. Mm -hmm. Right. Curbs, concrete, storm sewer, things people don't think about. ADA compliance is a big part of it. Yeah, and this doesn't even cross half of people's minds even no. ever no. so when you were at Notre Dame did you come across civil site engineering at all or just kind of end up here I did not and I 
Well, I guess I did it a little bit in my internship. Um, it was a telecommunications site internship. So a lot of it was like T-Mobile would send us like which type of radios need to go on a certain power pole and we would just like put it in a CAD hmm. plan for them. But my boss um, wasn't working on that side. He was doing more land development stuff. So I like saw the plans that he was doing. One time he had me go out and try to like hand measure an ADA ramp oh, to geez. see if it was to the correct slope, which obviously I didn't do very yeah. well with a measuring tape. Yeah. But <laughs> um that was kind of my only exposure to it. So I don't really think even when I started my job that I like knew yeah. what I was gonna be doing. Right. That's good. Yeah. But now you like it. Yeah. <laughs> You've been here for <laughs> yeah, three years now, so or over three years. Four. Four years. Getting your PE soon. How did you go about finding your role here at Structure Point? Is your first job, your only job? How did you find American Structure Point? Mm -hmm. um, American Structure Point has an office in South Bend. It only has four or five people, but because they have an office there, they would come and recruit at the career fairs. Uh, I got an offer from Structure Point and then an offer um, with a general contractor that would have been out in California and the region I would have been working in was just Southern California, anywhere from San Diego to Santa Barbara. So it was like a four hour radius. And then I had to think about, um, if I wanted to go into something more technical or more like management mm. type stuff. Um, I also considered, do I want to move back to California? And I decided I did not want to do that mm -hmm. and that I wanted to do something more technical. And then if I didn't like it, I figured it would be easier to go from this to construction, um, which I've talked to some people here and they say that people go the other way. But in my head, that was what made more sense. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that was kind of, I just thought about it. I sat on my offer from here for like a while. They gave me, you know, two weeks to decide and I kept pushing it, pushing it. Because uh, I thought I wanted to go to Chicago. And then I just said, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And then you're still in Indy. Yes. So do you think I... you were going to end up in Indy and stay in Indy or? No. Yeah. It's a bit of a crisis. But... <laughs> Where to go next? Um. Yeah, no, I thought it would be typical, like, two years at your first job. Yeah. Go find something else. But um, I like the people here. Mm -hmm. That's probably the biggest thing. Uh, but I'm glad that I went this route. Um, I'm glad that I will have the opportunity to get to get my PE. Mm -hmm. I'll be taking that exam soon. Um, and just the doors that that will open. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I was at a construction firm, they might not really care about that. Yeah. So that was another reason why I thought it was good to do this first, and then later if I wanted to switch, I could. But at this point, yeah, I don't think I will. Yeah. Get all the design. I feel like that's what a lot of people do is get the design under their belt, and then. Mm -hmm. it, I mean, some people don't even last two years and then they'll like the, you know, we've heard of some people here that have might have jumped from engineering and then gone to a developer or even started their own company just to get a little bit of technical knowledge. But mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's nice to have that background. And then especially you can get your PE while you're doing that. So I guess I have a question about your PE. So how many references do you need for your PE? I believe you need five five and I think only two or three of them need to be PEs themselves oh okay 
But I asked just five people at our company. That's what I was going to ask. Okay. They're used to filling it out. Yeah. And Along with the lines of professional development and becoming a PE, who or what has been a crucial part of your professional development here at Structure Point and outside mm -hmm. Structure Point, I guess? At Structure Point, I think I have done well because when I started, I wasn't afraid to go ask questions of the project managers, just like go into their office and ask why is this this way? Mm -hmm. How do you want me to do this? Mm -hmm. And it probably irritated them, but I've also become closer with those people. So I get more information about, you know, how they've moved up or just in general, what they're seeing in the market or at the company. And I think that that has helped me because they can give me tips on things they wish they did or didn't do. Um, so that's helped me internally. Additionally, they do, you know, lunch and learns and I've been to a few like product management boot camp things mm -hmm. that Structure Point has sent me to. Um, so those have been helpful. Uh, and then outside of work, I'm on the Young ND board. I'm the chair of the Young ND board, which is just the young alumni group that's part of the alumni association. Um, so that's been a lot of professional development for sure. And that's definitely different because I'm working with non-engineers. Mm -hmm. um, it's more like event planning and people facing yeah. stuff. So it's very different. And I do enjoy getting that um, extra piece of yeah. experience because I can tell you the people that I work with there and the people I work with here are super different. Yes. So I think hopefully that will work to my advantage at some point. Yeah. On the Young ND board, do you work with other engineers at all? I mean, because Notre Dame's a heavy engineer school. I can't say I met <laughs> another civil engineer. Oh, really? Through it, at mm -hmm. least not that I'm aware of. Mm -hmm. There's a couple chemical engineers who don't do chemical engineering. They're at business, um, more business-facing type companies. Um, someday, maybe I will want to do a civil engineer, but Notre Dame's civil engineering program is a little bit smaller. So yeah, my class was maybe 50 people. I think it's larger now. Uh, so I haven't run into anybody that would be particularly helpful to me in this industry yet, right. but uh, I haven't met everybody yet. Yeah, so. nice. And yeah, I was going to say, that's the nice thing about um, talking about American Structure Point and the civil group itself. Like, it's so close-knit, it feels like, because there are so few of us that we are able to see exactly what the next step is and learn a lot really quickly. Um yeah, so that's been pretty cool. Um, all right. So, yeah, you're about to take your PE. When are you taking that? A few weeks? I don't want to say the date because I don't want anybody yeah, okay. to know. <laughs> uh, we're not going to say it. This is off the record. We will not be saying when Megan is taking her PE, so do not ask her if you work in American Charter Forms. I'm randomly gone one day. Yeah. I'm not taking the PE. Yeah, she will not be taking it anytime soon, okay? Just if her PE after it, her it, it should be fine yeah it'll be good I mean you've been studying for months now right yes lightly yeah over the months but that's more than a lot of people do I mean mm -hmm. <laughs> one of our buddies who just crammed it and yeah. passed yeah so I, think... I don't know like what the general percentage like questions correct mm -hmm. it is to pass but I'm just not gonna look I'm just gonna no. go just go for it do it yeah so so 
when you decided you want to do engineering at Notre Dame, did you know you always wanted to get your PE or like, is that something you even knew of going into engineering? Yeah, me neither. I, so I went into Notre Dame as a business major because their business school is difficult to get into. Mm. So you That's had cool. to check a box on your application that said you wanted to be considered for the business school. Mm -hmm. That's the only college at Notre Dame that you have to like get pre-approved for. Mm. So I got the pre-approval just in case. And then I took engineering courses anyway, freshman year, intro to engineering when we did like silly little mm -hmm. like robot pet things, yes. MATLAB coding. MATLAB. Um, and then at the end of the year, I went to a business school meeting where we had to schedule our classes for the next semester. And everybody came to that meeting and knew exactly what they wanted to do. And I was like, wow, these people are intense. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So then I was deciding between mechanical and civil. And actually, it was second semester freshman year. I really did not enjoy my physics class at all. So I ended up dropping it and taking it over the summer at Cal State Fullerton back home oh, nice. where I got like a hundred percent or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little different from learning. Yes, very different. Um, but so I did that so that I could stay on track and do mechanical or civil without mm. getting off sequence. And then I just kind of decided like if I really didn't like the physics class, I probably wouldn't like the in-depth mechanical yeah. things. Uh, and so I went into civil. And that's kind of how I ended up there, mm -hmm. which is like not great that that's how I chose my major. But <laughs> you didn't like the one thing, so you weren't the matter. <laughs> um, so like when you were going through that program, you knew you had to take the P at the end. Like they were very clear. They were very big on everybody should take the FE second yeah. semester senior year, so that you have under your belt mm -hmm. and you're not coming back a year later and having to study. Yeah. Um. So I took the FE the Friday before spring break. Mm -hmm because I didn't have class and everybody else was like starting to go on spring break. So I just went and did it. Nice. And then I was sitting at the pool in Florida yeah. and I got my pass. Email. And there you go. <laughs> um, I feel like I didn't realize how big a deal it was until after graduation though. I mean, not the FE mm -hmm. in particular, but like the PE, mm -hmm. you know, cause you know, I jumped around from two different or three different majors at Purdue. So like, and no one really even talked about the FE. They recommended, like you said, that you would take it. Yeah. And so I didn't even get to take it though, because COVID. So then I took it when I was working here. Um, and then, well, obviously by then I knew the PE was important, but I feel like Purdue did a really good job of being like, you should get your PE because it's so different from different majors. Like a lot of chemical engineers don't need their PE because, you know, right. they're not stamping things. I think that like in general, a lot of people coming from Notre Dame, aren't thinking like oh I need that because a lot of them know that they want to go and work for a general contractor right. so they're not even thinking about it but a yeah. lot of them still take that fee uh, well, yeah, as well I probably didn't really realize yeah how big of a deal it was either right so now that obviously in our industry it is a big deal being able to stamp plans and send them out into the world um, obviously a huge liability but what does that now mean to you getting this it means I can ask less questions to people <laughs> and look more confident because yeah. right now, if I know somebody else is stamping the plan, mm -hmm. even if I 
feel pretty good about a decision that I'm going to make. I still feel like I need to run it by them. Right. Uh, which I think they're like, Megan, just send it out. I'm right. Like, it's your stamp. I yeah. I don't want to mess up your stamp. I want you to know what I did. Yeah. Before I send it. Um. So a little more freedom there. Mm-hmm. And then just, uh, I don't want to say like respect, but. Definitely you know, though. These people like see the acknowledgement PE. That like you've been doing this for a while. Yeah. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Comma PE at the end of your name. Mm-hmm. Are you worried at all about like the liability aspect of it? I mean, at the end of the day, I know we work for a company that, you know, they're the one who kind of take all the liability since you're mm-hmm. employed by them. But it still has got to be intimidating to stamp that plan set and yeah. be like, yep, here you go. Yeah. I just hope that the first plans I stamp are with the municipality that I've worked yeah. with before. Yeah and are like a fairly like small maybe like an industrial project mm-hmm. that's like pretty oh yeah basic. basic and right now I'm not working on it <laughs> that I could you would stamp see because it's so complex oh, that's what yeah. I'm doing right now yeah yeah because I don't even know I mean Grant one of our friends is he just got his PE but he hasn't stamped anything yet but he is newer to civil yeah. engineering but I don't know that's just like a lot of pressure to just stamp it realistically most mistakes that would be made can be fixed yeah so that's a good thing that's true to remember yeah (laughs) things that you could do that would you know get past the city review and your own review and actually like construction i mean you're hoping contractors would probably catch it at some point right guess we can oh yeah let's this is kind of like a, a big topic, but what is one of the biggest challenges you have faced being a woman in your field? My biggest challenge is when I'm on a call and I'm at the point now where on a lot of calls I'm on my own and there's only really one project where my client and the contractor all just listen to what I say and like take my word for it mm-hmm. and respect my opinion and my technical skills to just Mm -hmm. listen the first time I tell them something right um and maybe on the other ones maybe it's because sometimes I have a manager on the call with me typically that they expect oh I'm lower than them so they want to get the answer from the upper person or what but I always assume it's because I'm younger and because I'm a female that they don't listen to me or they make me restate something three or four times Mm -hmm. And then even still, sometimes I have to get somebody above me to, like, reiterate it. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty frustrating. Yeah. Um, Is that something that has been, because now, now, like you said, you've been here four years. You've probably been client-facing for quite a lot. Years. Yeah, for two years now. Do you feel like that's just something that you've been dealing with or you're just noticing it more? Is it something that's always it's, been happening? It's been the whole time. There was one time I went site visits are interesting to yes. see how people act. There was one, he was the client, he wasn't even the contractor on it. And I went to a site visit and it was funny because I brought our intern. I called the guy when we got there because I didn't know where we were meeting at a big industrial building. I called him and he answered the phone confused because I have California area code. Hmm. And he was like, oh, sweetheart, like we're over here. Oh, and something, so I was already like kind of annoyed. Yeah. And then, <laughs> So we drive over to where he is. I have the intern in the car. 
And the guy pulled up and he goes, you look like you're from California. And I was kind of like, I don't what? I don't know what that means, but you wouldn't say that to a guy. Yeah, no. It's just like weird. It is weird like, stuff like that. that. I was like, are you hearing this? <laughs> no, you know, at the end of the day, yes, the people who stamp it, they have the stamp, they have the end say, but we're the ones doing the design, you know, or we have been for a long time now. I'm going to be the best one to answer this, this question. Um, so that's super frustrating. I feel like you're very good at like speaking very clearly and saying exactly like, no, listen to me. And I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, is it my voice? Is it the way that I'm talking? Like, what is it? It might just be. It makes you not want to listen because like, I feel like if I try to say it, I'm just going to sound like mean. Yeah. No, I have sounded mean before. And mm -hmm. honestly, so one of my superiors, um, Josh, he in this with this one particular client who's like super I don't know, derogatory to me and just doesn't really listen to what I say. He said on a call, like, Kylie will answer that question for you. You know, Kylie knows this because he knows when he's not on the call, they're just going to say, all right, well, we'll just wait for Josh yep. and see what he says. And, but those people, like, they just genuinely don't care. Other people just don't sometimes realize what they're doing. This particular group of people, they don't care if they're going to offend me, basically. So, it's it was nice that Josh he always directs them back to me and whatnot um yeah I do wonder sometimes if I was truly the only one working on a project like yeah once I have my stamp will that make people respond better yeah or you know if I had a female project manager and we were working together you know and they didn't have like oh well we'll just ask the next right. person yeah like it probably goes better if there's just not even a a man on our yeah, man above you. <laughs> yeah. It is funny though, like I don't know, people just don't expect women in this field at all. Even though like every once in a while there are, and we are evident of that. But um like just a small thing. I was at Tom Wood Volkswagen the other day getting my car serviced and I was getting coffee waiting for my car and this man, older guy, sitting there, he just started chatting. I asked him about what he does and I he's asked what I do and I said I'm a civil engineer and he's like he was floored <laughs> like he literally could not even fathom that I was a civil engineer mm -hmm. and it's just it's just silly I'm like this is yeah. 2023 guys yes my, we're civil engineers my uh, roommate's dad is a very old-fashioned white midwestern yes man. <laughs> yes and uh he was a doctor at one point and then he changed careers a few times his wife is a nurse and he was at our house the other day visiting and he saw my PE study materials and he kept telling my roommate how I'm a female mm -hmm. and I shouldn't be an engineer and all these things. And it's just kind of funny because my roommate said, I'm happy that Megan's an engineer because she owns the house that I live in. Yes, look at that. <laughs> but it's, I mean, he's probably a special case. But yeah. It's just, it is, yeah, it is interesting because I feel like you're just always going to run into maybe they are the the minority that feel that way mm -hmm. but they just stick out and then it just like mm -hmm. bothers you do you have any encouragement for women in engineering on this topic um i mean i would say just like keep going for it doing your regular thing asking questions if you can find another female to ask a question to do that <laughs> before you ask too many questions from somebody else but also 
I don't think it hurt me, at least internally in our office, mm -hmm. asking questions of everybody. Yeah. And I do think it helped me get promoted yeah. faster because they knew then that, like, okay, Megan knows what's going on. Yep. Um, but I would say if you can find a female role model, that would be good because I know that starting here, we just didn't have anybody in our department. Yeah. Um, yeah, were you the only time. girl? When I started, there was another girl, but she wasn't around super long. Okay. She's in here. Right. It is nice. I will say, like, so me, Megan, and Jenny are the three girls in the civil site group. It still was a little intimidating just being with all men all the time. So it has been really nice, especially you, who's like, you're, I mean, you're taking your PE now. You're like a step ahead of me to, like, look up to you and, you know, we can share our frustrations on thing, on things. And then... um Jenny too I feel like it's just good to have at least someone else that is looking out for you and can understand because that's the thing like you can't really blame all these guys because they don't understand yeah genuinely at the end of the day and I hope that nobody internally like I think that's what I've experienced out in the field or on meetings and stuff I hope that none of them do that same like behavior and I'm sure right. like they might say something occasionally that they don't know but yeah. there are some people who are like actually kind of like malicious in a way yes and yes. I don't think we have that no here at least in our department no definitely that's good yeah if, if anything I feel like yeah the people at Structure Point want to see women succeed mm -hmm. fun fact about civil engineering before we cut it off um yeah so a lot of people like to use the term cement <laughs> for like anything mm -hmm. most of our pavement is asphalt or concrete. Cement is a an ingredient, shall we say, for concrete. Concrete is a mixture mm -hmm. of coarse aggregate, which is like larger rocks, you know, inch or larger, fine aggregate, which is sand, water, and cement. Yeah. Cement, I believe, is a natural occurring substance. I'm sure they like add stuff in it. Yeah. Now. But uh, you're not walking on cement. <laughs> well, if you don't have anything else, thank you for being the guinea pig on this podcast. And cheers. Bye. <laughs>